manifesting because let me tell you something guys one day one day i should be able to go to tomorrowland okay uh, amanda how are you doing oh sorry my mic was on i fucking need to go to tomorrowland too i was hey, girl, okay we go together long. that's it yes yeah where is it well they had come in on. just like a couple days ago I mean, the official one is in Belgium, if I'm not mistaken. I think it is. And it's been on my list since I was a teenager. And that was a few years ago, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> so, But uh, let's gonna start here. I know today I'm after Woman from Cosmos. You can recognize my voice. I know you can. Your friend Maria here. Uh, also in the audience, because let me tell you something, guys, I'm everywhere, I'm everywhere. So welcome, everyone, to a new NFT Happy Hour show. Today, we're going to talk about NFT NYC. Yes, yes. And to be more concrete, we're going to talk about an amazing event that this lovely lady, Amanda, is hosting. So with that being said, Joe. Do the honors. How are you doing? Introduce yourself because today we have new people with us. Doing really well. I, I can't wait to meet everybody. And this is going to be a great space. I can already tell. I'm already excited for NFT NYC. Um, I took a long break from buying and selling NFTs and I bought some the other day. We'll talk about that because that was the, uh, the, the, uh, the strange mint that went down a couple of uh, days ago. But I uh, am. Yeah, my name is Joe. I've been running these spaces for like, I don't know, a year and a half or more now, just talking about NFTs, inviting creators to come, you know, share the tricks of the trade, give people kind of an inside look of what goes into these collections, why they decided to make them in the first place. And uh, of course, the tech that's behind all of it. So yeah, welcome, everybody. Happy to uh, happy to be hosting today. This week was like a rough week with the weather here. So I'm just happy that uh, happy it's Friday. And let me tell you, I'm loving so much hearing your voice coming from a lady PFP. I mean, I'm really enjoying it, to be honest. <laughs> but well, to whoever not knowing me, uh, my name is Maria. I am the founder and artist behind Women from Cosmos. And I joined this man, uh, I think, since... Last NFT NYC, we were talking about having NFT happy hour. We were already... That's right. 
say yes i remember yeah. i remember yeah. near the seaside uh after a really amazing dinner by the way um so we wanted to do this show because you know like we can talk about everything going on in the nft space not only about a concrete ecosystem plus i think it's pretty cool because you know like i have more like the artist perspective and you always more like the collector i'm sometimes the hater mm. so today that we're gonna correct. talk See, see, we're not lying anyone. Plus, the majority of the people know us already. So today, as I was saying, we're going to talk about NFT NYC. I think it was the hit of last year, at least for myself. Uh, I had a blast. It was amazing. And this amazing lady is hosting a second event during NFT NYC. She's going to be showcasing different female artists. And Amanda, the mic is yours. Thanks, Maria. Yeah, I'm so happy to share with everyone today. Um, yeah, just a little bit of, I guess, my backstory as well as like what um, my plans are for NFT NYC. So, um, Amanda, I have been um, a little bit like doing a little bit of everything, I guess, within the crypto space for the last two years. I started off working for Angel Protocol, doing business development and running the Angel Alliance. Um, and I kind of have done business development for a number of projects within Cosmos, the Cosmos ecosystem. And then I guess the last year or a little over a year now, um, I started to really like put roots down and uh, focus on New York City and specifically like building up like Cosmos relations to like other ecosystems within New York City. So um, I was working like leading the Polygon community and doing like events together with the Cosmos community there. Um, I do some builder and engineer focused events down at station three, which is down by wall street, which is where I met Alyssa, um, who's going to come up and talk in a few minutes. Um, yeah. And then just doing my own events too. So last year was my first year doing event planning. I was like, I'm tired of having semi, I don't know, they were like, they're just not, not really great. <laughs> um, uh, different like side events, like they seemed like they could use a little bit more um, structure. So I decided to just go for it and do uh, an NFT uh, web three uncovers what I called it. Um, and I had an amazing turnout. I had five different NFT marketplaces come and all sit down and have a great panel. We had a metaverse moment. I had um, an NFT NGO that came and shared a little bit about, um, five gyres is the name of it. And they were, um, an ocean, they, they, uh, would remove plastics from the ocean. And then they were also getting into NFTs. So that specific nonprofit came, um, and spoke. And then we just had a really awesome time. We had like, um, drinks and everyone got shit faced. And then we moved over to stargaze party and it was, it was awesome. But anyway, I was like, getting messages coming like into December and people were already asking me if I was planning on doing round two. So of course had to do it again. And this year I really wanted to highlight some, uh, local or my friends specifically, but some really awesome artists, females specifically, um, to come in, showcase their artwork. I'm still planning on having a marketplace panel. Um, it's going to be a little different. The theme for my marketplace panel is going to be NFTs beyond art. So um, I'm really excited to dive into some different use cases of NFTs moving into 2024. 
And then also just have an amazing DJ. He's also in the Web3 space, DJ Tropix. Um, super excited to have him in real life in New York City. When I DM'd him after hearing him on a space, Maria and I were like freaking out because he was so good. And I was like, is there anybody, is there like any chance that you're in New York City? And he said yes. And so I booked him like right then. So we have DJ Tropix coming. And it's going to be a really great night. I'm really excited to have like all things um, NFTs incorporated into everything the artwork, the panel, the music, everything. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm really happy that um, a couple, well, obviously Maria is going to be one of our um, artists that are showcased, but really happy to like have Maria come and talk about her art as well as Alyssa. Um, I have, uh, unfortunately, Anna from MetaVixens can't come, but I am showcasing a lovely Vixen there as well and a couple other female artists. So really excited to um, meet everybody, of course, and share more um, if you have questions. Joe, it's your turn. Yeah, and I just want to say I've been able to attend a couple of Amanda's events. I live really close to New York City, and uh, I do like. Not only that they're more organized, the fact that they're more organized, it does leave a lot of time for people to actually connect, right? Because it's not just like a disorganized happy hour. And in this space, we all know that, uh, I don't know, whenever something's disorganized, they just say, oh, it's decentralized and, and that's it. So I do like the events. I can't wait to go. I'm going to put the paperwork in to get, to get off the next day because Amanda made it beyond my, uh, beyond my bedtime. So, um, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll treat it like a week off. And um, yeah, no, I, why don't we just start with our guests? Why don't we let Alyssa introduce herself, and then um, we could just ask her a bunch of annoying questions that she's probably been asked a bunch of times. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, okay, Alyssa, you could, uh, you could definitely, uh, <laughs> you can definitely introduce yourself. How professional. <laughs> Um, I'm Alyssa. I'm an artist. Um, I do a lot of digital, but also physical work. So I work out of Station 3, so that's how Amanda and I met in the past. Um, but yeah, I do mostly like abstract art. I kind of describe it as like a stream of consciousness style of creating where I just kind of like get into this flow state and, and try not to think too much and just allow it to kind of happen. Um, but yeah, I do like some black and white pen on paper stuff, some like more colorful digital stuff. I've recently been doing a lot of oil pastel stuff. So I kind of just like to experiment and um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. Share a little bit about um, like some of your uh, collectors, I guess, or where you've uh, showcased your work. Um, so I... I'm trying to think of where to even start. Like the first time I feel like I collaborated with a brand that was really cool was I created a POAP with 1.37 p.m. for VCon a couple years ago. So that was really cool. Um, and it was always like a really big goal of mine for Gary Vee to own my art. Kind of long story why, but just because I had read a story about an artist I loved and Gary Vee collected his art and it was just really inspiring to me. So I got to meet Gary a few times and I had him like sign this list of manifestations I had written. Um, and one of the things was for him to own my art. And then he finally did buy my art in this past year. So that was really cool. Um, and then a couple months ago, my art was added to the Kazomo de Medici collection, the Emerging Artist Collection. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, 
I've had like my art exhibited at NFT NYC the past two years, NFT London, NFT Bali. Um, I think NFT Korea. I don't even know if that's what it's called or Korea Blockchain Week or whatever. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah. Wow, that's so impressive. Oh, sorry. Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm curious if, if you're uh, full time in the space because you said you you work at a station three. Is that just where you go every day, or do you just kind of go there for the events and then you're there part time? I'm curious about that. Um, yeah, I've been doing art full time for like almost two years, except I moved to New York City um, last year in the summer. So I've been doing like some other random part time stuff here and there, but it's mostly just been art. And I ha I got like an artist grant to work out of Station 3. So I have a little office space. I call it my studio and I share it with like two other artists, but it's really just like a corporate office. But um, yeah, there's just really cool people there. I feel like I've met some really cool people, made some great friends from being there. So I'm there like every day, and then I also go to a lot of the events there. Cool. Yeah, I was at that that last one that that Amanda put on. What was that like January eighth or ninth or something like that? It's kind of I don't know. How, how would you describe Station Three, Amanda? It's kind of like a WeWork, but for uh, crypto people, basically. Yeah, I guess like you would you would consider it um, like a collaborative workspace. Um, there are private offices, there are group offices, there's like co-working, of course, and then also events um, for the Web3 community specifically. So if you are interested, a little plug, uh, if you're in New York City and you're interested in potentially getting a workplace grant like Alyssa got, um, you can go on station3.nyc and fill in the information. I think it's under the, under the heading of grants and then fill out your information. And if there's an availability, you can get like a four month grant to go and work um, in the space. So I suggest it. I've, I've offered it or told about it to a few people so far and they've gotten it. And it is really fun. Like I, I'm not there all the time because I don't live in New York City, but I try to get there as much as I can. And the people are really great. It's a great place to work, but also like you can walk by people's offices. I always end up like making my way down the hallway and saying hi to every person along the way. Um, but it's, it's, it's really great. It feels like family, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they didn't show it to me last time when I was there, but they did mention there was a, um, a podcasting studio as well. So I'm definitely interested in that. Hopefully I get to check it out the next time. When, when's the next event? I guess first week of Feb. Well, the, the one that I'm doing, yeah, is, uh, February 8th. Yours, yours. The, the ones that matter, Amanda. <laughs> the, the events that matter are mine first Thursdays, but this, this week you know, whatever, it's the second Thursday, but, um, yeah, February 8th, I think our, our, um, it's going to be uh, sexes and dexes. So, uh, it's, well, it should be, we'll edit that part out. Don't worry. Um, anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> um, Alyssa, <laughs> sorry, I, I had like a rough week, like in terms of just like, uh, trekking through the bad weather and snow. So I'm just out of it today, but uh, I'm curious, Alyssa, what, um, what blockchains do you, um, do you like launching collections on? Um, I'm mainly on Ethereum. I also have one collection on Tezos, but um, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I've kind of just been mainly focused on Ethereum. I noticed a lot of artists um, going over to Solana, so I think that's definitely interesting. And it, I'm not like opposed to other blockchains. I kind of just want to be intentional and make sure like it makes sense for me. And so I don't know. I'm just kind of like going slow and like learning about the different blockchains. But Ethereum has been great besides like the crazy gas prices and stuff but um yeah mainly eth 
Got it. And do you have a lot of community that you interact with that you think maybe you'd have trouble bringing over to Solana? Or is that kind of like a secondary consideration when you're choosing the next blockchain? Yeah, I feel like the majority of like my community is on Ethereum. Um, I actually also have minted one piece on Avalanche because the piece that was exhibited in Korea, um, it was for this open call I applied for. So it had to be minted on Avalanche. And I just like don't really know anyone that really uses Avalanche. Um, I feel like there's a very niche community, but I, I just haven't connected with many people there. And so like same with Solana, I feel like I don't know. I just don't know that many people on Solana. It seems like it's just a different community. And I mean, it'd be cool to connect with more people over there. So maybe that's something I'm, I'm going to look into. Cool. You know, uh, last time we were looking at, um, we had like a very loose space last week. And I was looking at the, the rankings on um, on Crypto Slam. It just ta- it shows you the volume of all the different NFT chains. Avalanche, I think was like around number 10 but solana i think was number three right so it was like bitcoin inscriptions was number one eth number two solana number three so maybe going to solana or another high volume chain it wouldn't be too hard because there's already a good amount of users over there a good amount of volume at least Yes, 100%. And actually, I realized like from the people I know from it when I started on NFTs, they are now experimenting with Solana. So definitely you most probably would recognize some of the people there. I wanted to say that it's really impressive. Like seriously, kudos to you for having Gary B as one of your collectors and being exhibited in so many different events. I think that's amazing. Uh, obviously, during this event, we have as well Anna from Metavixen. However, I know it's late for her, but we have the official, the official representing Metavixen, Jake. Welcome to NFT Happy Hour. How are you doing? Hey guys, how are we doing? We're doing great. No workout today? Already done. Already done. Same. Work ended a little early, so I got down there a little earlier today. It's Friday, so everyone's lazy and didn't show up, so I didn't have to wait on anybody. And yeah, it's been pretty good. Good, good, good. It's been forever since I don't go to the gym, but I'm mentally there. You know, in my mind, I'm going, so okay, I'm still paying, shame on me. But uh, yeah, now that you're here, uh, obviously a lot of people in the audience, we know Metavixen, but I don't think there is anyone better than you to explain about Metavixen, when Anna started, where is all her collections and everything. So do your magic and go ahead. Sure. Well, I appreciate you letting me up to talk. I Definitely didn't think I'd be getting the soapbox moment here, but I'm happy to do it. Um, so Metavixens is a one-of-one one, uh, PFP collection, kind of a hybrid environment. So every single one is built from the same base, um, but each one is completely and totally unique, hand-drawn with a whip. Uh, Anna will either organically provide sometimes, or if you just want to have it, she she has it on file. So. There is proof of the artistic style, technique, and execution of every single one. Um, The collection started almost exactly two years ago now. We're actually closing in on the two-year anniversary of the collection. Um, I joined 
in, I believe, April or March was my first Vixen. Um, I am the whale. I own 80 of them. Um, never sold one. Uh, huge, huge fan of Anna and her art. Um, she is an amazing individual. Um, she does this entirely on her own. She is a professional illustrator, so this is literally just like a side gig slash second job for her. There is no team. Um, she has one technical guy uh, that helps with the Discord, but outside of that, she deployed the contracts. She runs the collections. She does all of the art, including anything promotional or otherwise. Uh, built and ran her own her own website for the collection. Um, and she just recently launched her first open edition, uh, which is really cool. I believe we got about 300 copies of it minted to almost 200 wallets. Um, pretty incredible. Um, for you guys who don't know, the collection, as I said, is two years old. She has been doing um, a rollout mint. So every two weeks, five Vixens are put up for auction. Um, it is definitely a steep price, uh, but I very firmly believe that she has earned it and proven the value behind it. Um, it is truly an art project. The utility is art. You can laugh if you want, but most of us came here for the art originally and nothing else. Um, what you benefit from holding uh, a couple things. So holding one Vixen provides a monthly airdrop that Anna has been doing for almost the entire time. She started it not too long after it started. Um, so if you've been here since the beginning, you hold almost two dozen pieces of her original art just for holding one of them. If you collect 13 of her Vixens, you get to get a custom made. So you get to work one-on-one -on -one with her and present your idea and your vision for a Vixen. And of course, she has to, it has to, play within the logic of what she wants the collection to be and and the nature of the subject but outside of that it's completely custom in that you get to help her make it um holding one of those gives you a second airdrop every month so in theory if you buy 13 get a custom made and then we're to sell the other 13 and just keep the custom you would still get two airdrops every month so as far as an art utility goes it's very impressive um outside of the airdrop collection she also has an upgrade collection called the vixen vials which are an incredibly rare asset where you can take different vials that she's created that have different effects and apply it to a vixen you own and get another vixen for free it's not free you had to buy the vial but it creates another vixen within the collection um, and those are the only ones that are animated outside of a very very few like two or three other ones um, it is the only way to get an animated VIX that is not um, either a collab or a high-level custom. So I hold five customs with holding 80. I'm very close to getting my sixth. My sixth will be my final custom, and then I will quit hoarding these bad boys. Um, bad girls, I should say. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I've covered most of it. Um, I, you know, I, all I can say is um, Anna is just really a rare gem here. Incredibly supportive, tons of charity, tons of giveaways, tons of art for those who hold her art. Um, she holds and promotes a lot of collections, is active in spaces to the extent that she can be. 
Um, and she's been more than anything above everything else I've described, the, the, everything else, all that aside, um, incredibly consistent. She's never missed a drop. She's never had to backtrack on anything she said. She's never missed a deadline or an expectation. Every collab we've committed to, she's done. Um, every like planned event or, or special, you know, situation has been followed through on completely and totally. Um, and that's, that's, uh, not just important to me. I think it's painfully missing in this space. Um, in general, there's sort of this, uh, nature of, um, fake it till you make it fail till you win. And like, there's something wrong with that. And that is how you should operate. But there's also this sort of like, we don't hold anyone accountable because of that too, uh, which is just completely whack to me. And it's sort of funny to me when I, you are correct about that. Yes. And I, the only reason I, I lean in on this so hard is because of that, because to me, it's sort of funny to me when I pitch this to people and a lot of people go, well, that's too expensive for just an art project or, well, I've been burned in the past. And my argument would be, yes, you've mostly been burned on collections that do not believe in accountability. And if I could, if there was anything else I could say other than creativity, when I speak of Anna, it would be accountability. She follows through on everything. She does what she's expected to do. She promises nothing she's not going to pull off. And she doesn't let anything else be an excuse, which is rampant in this space. Um, you're running a business. You're taking people's money. You're buying into a concept. And when you can't follow through on that, you're a fraud, for lack of any other way to describe it. People want to pretend it's winning and losing or something, but it's not. I, I agree with a lot of what you just said there. Um, to want to back up a little bit, something that you said and you kind of breezed over that a lot of people probably need to hear is that originally NFTs were the serious artists that were using Ethereum to basically scale up and reach a wider audience with their artwork, especially during COVID when maybe they didn't have enough opportunity to meet people in person and, and sell physical, physical art. Generative art comes around and people are just cranking out these 10K collections of which like 95% just kind of fall by the wayside. Founders, artists, really sometimes they have no choice just to kind of pack it in, walk away, and try something different because the hype is always around them and not what happens after that, which is the connection between the artist and the customers. NFT projects are the closest thing to real businesses that we have in most of these ecosystems. They have to market themselves. They have to build a website or at least manage some social media accounts. They have to recruit their, their communities. Um, sometimes they're on spaces constantly or you know, doing other like, social media type things, going to in-person events. So yeah, I definitely agree. A lot of what you said kind of should like remind people that it's not always about these like, these like 10k monkey collections that the community engagement peaks the day of the mint and then it just fizzles out from there so uh, yeah, i definitely appreciate you uh kind of bringing us back to reality yeah i appreciate it yeah i'm i'm sorry man i i had a call there so i missed the vast majority of what you said i just caught the tail end of it there but um well, yeah I mean, don't get me wrong it came from the heart trust me yeah, I, well, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I, there's nothing wrong with 10K collections. And to me, NFTs are a spectrum. 
my biggest gripe with this space in general is that people want to define what an NFT is, and that's just pure comedy to me. It's like trying to define what art is. Like you're wasting your time. No one's going to agree with you, and you can't box this thing into a corner and say that's what it is. Um, but you know what, why I like speaking to it a little bit is just because there's such a uh, there's such a negativity right now for a lot of the people I interact with. If I can't sort of like quote unquote prove the the supposed ROI or the way they're going to be able to uh, generate an, uh, a return based on just simply because you bought it at a cheap price right away or whatever. Um, and I get it that a lot of people are here to make money and, and play this stuff like stocks and gamble and et cetera. And that's all great. Um, but I'm getting really annoyed and exhausted of the people who basically say, for lack of a more elaborate way to describe it, that Anna is a fraud, not because she's scamming us literally, but because you're asking all this money for this asset and it doesn't quote unquote do anything. Um, and I just find that laughable because I've never bought a single piece of art from her because it quote unquote does anything. And most of the collections I have bought that are supposed to be doing something, I can't turn into any money anyways. So I, it's sort of almost comical to me the way we've defined the space as you got to make me money. And yet every virtually everything that's set up that way, I haven't been able to make any money off of it. So I don't know where this is happening or what, but it all seems like pipe dreams and smoke screens to me for the most part. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, I, I, uh, I like supporting artists who are committed to art and not committed to getting rich or, or playing these kind of gambling games and other things that's, there's nothing wrong with it. You, you want to do that. That's, that's your shtick, but I'm not going to be able to convince you to join MetaVixens then because what you care about and what you're focused on is just not what we're doing. And my proudest part of Anna is how many people have told her that her plan isn't going to work or, she needs to do this stuff. She needs to go this route. She needs to evolve into this. And I can just tell you point blank, most of those guys are now crying in my DMs saying, I wish I would have bought. So it goes to show that um, when you're committed and consistent, that goes a hell of a lot farther than just simply speaking to the masses in terms of like supposedly doing what they want you to do. They often don't know what they're talking about anyways. Um, and they just want to kind of leverage what they expect. And so without going on too much of a tangent here, I guess it's just like for any artist in here, or anyone getting ready to start a collection, um, you got to listen to community and you got to listen to the nature of like the business you're in. Um, but stay true to what you want to do and what you believe in and what your goals are, because everyone here will tell you to turn into everything else because they think that's the only way this shit will work or the only way you're going to quote unquote, make it. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm rambling at this point, but just, you know, I, I'm very proud of being the Medivix and whale. And I really just want to get as many people to hold their art as possible because it's not a mass collection. There's never going to be more than a thousand of these. Um, and we already have a lot of guys hoarding a lot of them that have literally no interest in selling them whatsoever. So it's not even a thing where, like you're just gonna have to pay up. Like I'll, I'll be honest, there's about at least at least ten of mine. I just will not ever sell you. I don't care how much money you have. I'm not doing it. 
the rest are negotiable, but there's a chunk of them that I just, I'm not, they're not moving. It's too bad. You missed out. Sorry. Um, and it's, it's meaningful to me too, because as, as long as we're talking about, you know, the focus being NYC, um, you know, she was on the Jumbotron, the big ass billboard last year. My fifth custom, the only animated custom, uh, was was center stage, fifty feet high in front of everybody. Um, and I have, I'll never forget all the DMs I got of people saying, "Nice Photoshop, nice AI, nice whatever," because people just couldn't wrap their mind around how this digital collection that quote unquote doesn't have any utility and doesn't have this, that, and the other, and is on polygon and yada, 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 um, could be featured in New York times like that. Um, and to me, that was a moment where I knew, I mean, I always knew I was right about her. Um, but that's the kind of validation for me that I could bring to everyone else and say, look, if you want to follow someone who's making moves and making history, this is, this is it. Um, if you want to try to make money off of gambling moves, go somewhere else. I, you're not going to be able to flip a Vixen for profit realistically. The reason why, the floor is extremely high and the entry point is extremely high. Um, the last bit of like info I'll just give here is her auctions are every two weeks and the minimum bid is 0.2, wrapped ETH, period. So you are going to at least spend that much to get one. You could maybe get lucky on secondary with someone trying to jump out because every now and then we have someone from the very early days, because if you guys understand this, there was almost a year where she was trading under 0.1. Um, so there's a huge chunk of them out there where they could flip them for a two times. No problem right now. Most of us just choose not to because we're not trying to get rid of them. Um, but it is a lot harder now to get the quote unquote profit margin from buying one because for most people, the entry point would be a solid profit. Um, so the floor between that and the auctions themselves is kind of a teeter-totter between how desperate someone is for some liquidity versus how desperate someone is to get to the collection. Um, so, you know, I know from an outside perspective, someone who doesn't know this collection will look at it and kind of raise your eyebrows slightly because the money and the numbers make a lot of people go, what in the world? Um, because there's, quote-unquote, none of these. There's no marketplace. There's no token. There's no um crazy integration to some other like web three component it, it, you are buying into anna's art anna's commitment to the space and to polygon i mean that's what you're that's what you're investing in um and that's that's enough for me so i'm i'm rambling again so i'll, I'll quit talking here but i really appreciate you guys talking about this if you okay. have any more specific questions about the collection or just anything polygon please uh please reach out to me because i uh, we definitely want to grow the community and I believe this is, a, you know, a gem, a pillar of the space, also an OG of the space. And uh, that's another term that's just used way too loosely. So if you want a real OG, a real artist committed to this space, um, please check us out. Well, I have to say that, first of all, no worries for rambling because, you know, like we will keep it really casual here. It's a group of friends. So don't don't expect us to be super professional. This is just hanging out with friends. But I, I appreciate all the information you give. And I really love that you touch on the topic of, you know, like we came into NFTs because of art, right? And I think like sometimes people forget about it. And also about how some people... Uh, when they're minting relative, they're expecting 100 things. And the ones who are usual hearing or NFT happy hour have heard me talking about this. And first of all, 
mm, let's gonna put our feet in the ground again like please let's gonna be realistic right like if you're minting nft for five bucks what do you really expect like i would really ask you that question like directly and then i will say that <clears throat> see i'm losing it I'm losing it. Yes. Okay. Go back to me. Uh, and then also, I feel like really sad because I feel like this kind of minimum demanding that there is now, it's making really hard for new artists to jump because now when new people coming, already people like the, the community are expecting to have like, no, I need this, I need that. How is that? You don't have this, you don't have that. So it's really like the entry barrier is getting higher and higher, which to be honest, I don't really think is necessary to certain projects. Obviously, if you're a gaming project with you, whatever, Obviously, you're going to need certain things, right? But if you're an art-based project, you don't need uh, everything. Like, there is no way. So I've, I feel really sorry uh, about new people coming because they have this kind of pressure on them. And I really would love to people to really, first of all, think in reality, <laughs> you know, and open your eyes and realize about what we're talking about here. And also more people to actually, I don't know, go back to the, to the basic, go back to the beginning. We started because of art and that's why everyone jumped into the NFTs at the first time. So why not to value that, right? Uh, Joe, I don't know if you have any question. Uh, no questions, but I think just to, um, to add on to that, I always thought that the, the one of one artist or the, uh, the artists who are hand drawing their collections or whatever they they're using AI, but they're they're basically one of ones. I always thought that those artists were undervalued, and what 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 I think a way to remedy what you and Jake were talking about is the fact that most of these are going to be priced a little bit higher, maybe a lot higher in some cases than the typical, let's say the Stargaze five k or ten k collection, which is probably only going to be between like five and twenty dollars. You're going to attract the kind of community that you want to attract, hopefully, and then you'll be able to just do what you like to do, and you'll have supporters around you rather than people nagging. You know, when is the floor going up? Why don't we have a contest? Why don't we sweep the floor? All those stupid things that people are begging for in the discords just because they bought too many and they can't sell them, right? And, and depending on the market conditions, depending on the blockchain, I think there is a sweet spot to price a collection so that everybody who mints can flip their NFT because they were speculating the whole time. But now that there's NFTs on so many different blockchains now, and it just there's more there's more fungible tokens too. And NFT attention on NFT projects it's it's hard to get because of this. I think that the fact there's so many more project tokens, fungible tokens so many more other blockchains that have good marketplaces like polygon hasn't had nfts forever cosmos just got nfts not even two years ago right uh so yeah i think um pricing out the collection letting people know hey i'm not going to do a 10k collection this is the style that i like to do this is what i think my work is worth people are paying it if you're coming here to like try to control the mint and flip well you you picked the wrong project don't nag me stop dming me stop harassing people on discord about price i think i think if the artists are definitely should take that attitude to, in order to to 
attract the community they want to attract. I guess that's the uh, best way to put it. Oh, 100%. Um, also, something that Jake mentioned was to be true to yourself and what you want to do. And I think that is something really important for us creators to remember because, you know, like we're always listening to community and obviously we want or we try to please everyone. Obviously, it's impossible. It is impossible. But I think it's really important to actually remind that because, uh, you know, like sometimes you end up doing something that really doesn't make you that happy and it's because you want to you know reward community or you want to make it easier for everyone right like for example i started with one-on-one and then i created generative collections because people were demanding them like maria i wish i could you know afford your pieces please and so on and so on and then i realized like i missed so much my one-on-one path Right. So obviously I'm not regretting my collection because I wouldn't be possible to open the doors to Women from Cosmos to some of you. But definitely something that at the end of the day is bringing me back to my beginnings, right? Like what I enjoy the most. And this is me obviously talking from myself. What I enjoy the most is one-on-one art. And it's why I entered into the NFT space and it's why I created as well Women from Cosmos. So Amanda, sorry I could you before. I don't know if you no, you're fine. Um, I was just going to like say that the reason I chose the women that I did was because I think, number one, aside from a lot of you being one of one artists and females, um, the other aspects were like just the, the nature of your art. Um, like you said, or like Jake was saying, um, there was like there was there were things that I was looking for, like Alyssa, when she was speaking, like her art, she does so much with the oil and it's, it's beautiful. It's stunning. Like I'm trying to save up to get like an actual physical piece. She has them lined. It's so funny lining her office with like artwork. And it's, it's really beautiful. Like I love, I love the colors, the blue, the red and the yellow, like just really stunning. It's like an abstract, um, I don't know. It's it just, it just really is, is, a, is beautiful in my opinion. Um, so, but also with the Vixens as well, like what Jake was saying was Anna, Anna, however you say her name, I hear both, <laughs> but Anna, um, she was, she was always committed to her spaces. Like we, we, it'd be late for her. Um, she was always there. She was, she would respond to, to messages, which a lot of people don't. And you know, that's okay. Like some people are busy, but like, it's always nice when you can get a hold of somebody. So, you know, I've always been able to speak with her and yeah, the fact that she was able to raise money and have some of her collections or a percentage go to different charities was just very admirable. So, um, sadly she cannot come in real life to New York city, but I am happy to have a a vixen and I'm not sure yet. Like we're still deciding whether it's going to be a custom piece. Well, they're all custom, but like a special one that's going to be dropped or one that's already out there that people have seen. But, um, we're, we're talking about that right now, but I'm, I'm really excited for everybody to of course talk and meet in real life, but also to, um, share, you know, share the beauty of, of art across blockchains. So that's, that's my goal. I have a question. Will we have some physical art there? Even if it's not for sale or raffle or whatever, just to display, will any artist be bringing stuff? You know, I, I think Alyssa probably can. There, another thing about Alyssa, she's aside from, you should definitely check out her um, linked tree. 
but she also has um like jewelry as well so it's it's very cool like her pieces um i don't even know how to describe it because i'm not i don't i'm not in that world but it almost looks like uh formed metal and of her like abstract pieces very beautiful like on a necklace and on bracelets so those are really cool um and i'm sure i could get her to bring some of her physical pieces as well she she does a lot of them and they're they're really stunning Oh, cool. Like I said, I can't wait. Um, get to see some people again that I haven't seen since last year. And also I'll get to see some people that have never seen. Um, I don't know. Do you guys okay with um, bringing up some other creators that are in the audience, letting them just do like a 60 second shill, whatever they're working on. And actually I noticed some more Stargaze people in now compared to before. Curious about that, um, that unicorn NFT mint. I got suckered in just based on the the stats on, you know, on info.nft, um, sorry, info.stargaze.zone. And uh, I, I couldn't, it was so confusing to me to look at the, the, the stats and then it, it actually makes sense that it was botted to hell. So yeah, I got suckered into that. I bought a few off the secondary market. <laughs> I almost bought 10 of them at, when they were a thousand stars. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I was like, this is going to go to like 5,000 stars. Like this is the kind of stuff that people in Cosmos like. and um, I bought three, but I was going to buy 10. <laughs> well, good. You only bought three. Know. You know, I, I, was, I was so pissed off that Mayer. I missed it. I see Mayor down there. I was talking to Mayor because I, I had 7,000 stars in one wallet. And then I had like 3,000 in another wallet. I'm like, should I just buy 10? Should I buy seven, 10? <laughs> I, I got three. I sold one at like 500 just to get rid of it. And they're probably going to go to zero, but they're pretty funny. So I'm like, oh, Cosmos people will like this, but I love uh, them when I realized, like, <laughs> what the hell is this? So cute, and then they were so That's long. Right. So I got, a, I got a unicorn with a hamburger. It's like, how, how is this not the greatest NFT? But yeah, I mean, we could invite some. I got yeah, some, absolutely, some we have here. here. Yeah, exactly. Guys, how are you doing? You got, yeah, if you got any project, come up. Do a 60 second show. Actually, I have some alpha because I'm seeing someone in the audience. And I know that he's planning something like a DAO. I don't know if he wants to come here on chair. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. Not OG enough? Listen, I'm not, how I'm are you doing? Artist. I don't know all these alphas. Just, just hey, how's it going? Uh, it's uh, Scooby with uh, Stargaze Kingdoms. Uh, you're not talking to, uh, you're not talking about Reggie, are you? With the, uh, the DAO? No, but you can talk about it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we actually have our own DAO, um, Stargaze Kingdoms. And uh, we're, um, so you can stake your baddies to it. Um, our first collection, our OG ones, and uh, you can vote in the DAO. Um, so we're, what we're doing with those is all the royalties from our dragons go directly to the DAO fund, and we're going to stake those DAO funds. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, sure, I'm not sure what chain we're going to go with. I'm kind of leaning towards Kuji um, because the Kujera was just recently supported uh, with the DAO DAO. So... I'm thinking we're going to take all those funds and uh, stake them in Kujera, and then we're going to pay out to the stakers um, the rewards. So that's kind of like what we're planning to do with the dragons. Um, 
Sorry if anyone, you know, just doesn't know about us, but uh, <laughs> we're pretty OG. With Chang on them. But uh, yeah, we're just, you know, just trying to roll out, you know, some some stuff to do with our collections and, you know, reward our holders and things like that. And, you know, we've been with Stargaze since before the marketplace even launched and, uh, you know, pretty crazy the the journey it's been so far. Well, I don't think that it's anyone that doesn't know you guys. If you're not familiar with them, yes, 100% check them out. I think you guys were actually one of the first uh, pixelated animated art, right, on Stargaze. Well, we have as well started at the beginning, but then uh, it was you, right? Uh, yeah, we were the, the first. Well, to be fair, there was another animated collection but it was a stolen <laughs> stolen collection i think on ethereum so uh yeah like back then you know stargaze had a lot of like scam collections um starting out because everyone got like that uh that airdrop so that airdrop money was like absorbed by like all the collections real quick and then uh you know it finally ran out and then you still had like all these scam collections launching and they had the the first technically first pixelated animated collection on Stargaze, but yeah, we were the first, I guess, original non non scam collection on uh, Stargaze that was also featured too. So, you know, uh, we always take a lot of pride in that because we we work really hard on our collection. In fact, this uh, man, we it took us like I don't know Reggie's in the audience too there if he wants to come up and speak, but. Uh, Man, we, we worked on this collection for like four months at the time, and it was just crazy. And, uh, you know, we always talk about our experiences uh, when it comes to creating all the time. And I, I've always been like the longest. I, I, I view NFTs as like Pokemon cards, right? I, I've, I've been collecting Pokemon cards all my life. And I have like so many first edition of the base set when I was a kid. I just ended up just keep collecting and man they're worth so much money now but i view nfts as the same way so i started out in like stargaze as like just just this big collector and i actually still collect everything you know i love minting and seeing what i get it's it's like opening you know like i relate to opening up opening up a, a pack of pokemon cards it's it's fun you know so you know we dedicated me and reggie um you know we work together we're we're engineers uh by you know our day job and uh you know we just collect things and you know we wanted to make a project that uh we ourselves wanted to collect and so we started one and uh yeah <laughs> we do pixel art um reggie's working on some hd stuff that that's crazy um i know he did like the background for you maria that that's awesome people should check that out if they haven't seen it the uh was it the chicago bean that's really cool Oh, yes. Really, really cool. And it's one of the favorites from the community as well. And let me tell you guys, it's not easy pixel art. Eh? Like I tried this past day for something. I was like, okay, this is way more complicated than I thought. So, but also wanted to highlight that you were, yes, uh, like in the lounge, but at the beginning, but also you were the first one, like, you know, like familiar to us, right? Like we are in a small family here at the end of the day. You were the first ones to jump into Ordinals because I got to know Ordinals thanks to That's you right. guys. Mm -hmm. I remember when we had that space, he came on. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, I remember it, that. It's so crazy with that. Like, you know, like we got into ordinals like so early that, uh, you know, I don't. I just kind of saw it and I just kind of took to it. Like I thought it was just a great idea because, like I said, I relate everything to essentially Pokemon cards. NFTs to me are just digital Pokemon cards, and ordinals kind of feel like that next step where you know you got NFTs that are essentially you know smart contracts but then you got ordinals which is completely on chain so you fully own that little piece of artwork but uh yeah so when i saw this you know me and reggie we work together daily like he literally sits next to me and we just work we talk stargaze we talk nfts we talk the marketplace everything it's constant (laughs) so but yeah um so our idea was, you know, we wanted to kind of roll the, you know, introduce people to this. And uh, we literally took, uh, you know, we had like a little snapshot and then we had said, hey, if anybody wants to get an ordinal, we will give you one. So what we did was um, we, we let people select a couple of their baddies, our OG collection. and we burned them and then we rolled them out on as an, an inscription and then we sent them to everybody that wanted it so we literally gave bitcoin away to our you know holders yes i still have mine pretty cool pretty cool and yeah it's what i said like i thanks to you guys i got into ordinals as well i recently won and um, if ordinal i really don't know what is the name for ordinals on ethereum uh so i thought i should share with you joe because you're into ordinals as well um yep i i I told you i was buying some on doge the other day like like three weeks ago maybe four weeks ago i got some on adam i inscribed the um uh, well if you actually watch my youtube videos you'll see that i inscribed some cool stuff i inscribed uh baby chode Onto onto Cosmos Hub, I inscribed mm-hmm. the NFT Happy Hour logo. Well done. It was I had to I had to just make history on the on the Cosmos Hub, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's um, I'm still interested in the ordinals. I have some stamps too mm-hmm. for for Bitcoin. I still don't 100 percent understand the stamps, but the stamps came into the scene when some of the the nodes were trying to eliminate the data of the inscriptions and i guess the stamps could not be eliminated even if they wanted to so then those were popular for a while um but yeah i I remember um when we had that long space Mm -hmm. that was even before the recursive and the recursive inscriptions too so i'm still interested i think that they're very early but i think um next cycle they'll they'll be front and center i would imagine (laughs) Yes, plus now saying that every chain is like incorporating them as well. You know, like this one, I won or they select me or I don't even know how I won because I never win giveaways, let me tell you. Um, they have like a huge community behind. I need to explore a bit during this weekend uh, because I've never seen any ordinal on ETH before. So, you know, like, okay, this is maybe the way for me to go back because I've been super disconnected about ordinals and I feel like I'm missing out. And we have as well the Jefe 420. Welcome here. 
you have any questions? Yes, what's going on? Uh, great space so far. I've been enjoying it. Uh, yeah, I had a question for you. I've been missing your art on Stargaze. I wanted to know if there's anything in the future that you might be interested in dropping. Any alpha? What's what's going on with your collections? Oh, wow. That's got me completely out of word. Not gonna lie. So, well, actually, not under Women Strong Cosmos, but under my name, I dropped an open edition during Christmas. And yes, something is coming. I was talking about this in Women Strong Cosmos space uh, while I was preparing the art for or expansion to Polygon. Something else was being cooked at the same time. And it's a reward for both community in Polygon and on Stargaze. It's going to be a multi-chain drop. It's fun. It's trippy. It's nothing related to my art because this time I wasn't the artist. I got the pleasure to commission one of my friends. I'm just going to say it's so fun. It's coming and I will give you updated about that. Joe, I see your hand. I hope I answered your question. Uh, yes, I have. No, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. I'm, I'm ready for it. No, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you know, know, like you give me the mic and I cannot stop. See, I'm, I'm, I keep cutting no, everyone. Okay. No, it's okay. I just want to know if I can get a whitelist for that. You're not going to need it. Just going to say that. Oh, I'm not, it's okay. not going to be bought, okay? Like, you will get your whitelist, but you're already there. Let's say it's I'll like even, a reward. I'll even go into the Discord if I have to. No, I'm not going to make you go there. I'm just going to take a screen uh, and a snapshot of, you know, address and that's it. I'm going to be good. You know that I'm a good person, right? I'm always trying to make it easy. <laughs> but also, as I was saying at the beginning, uh, obviously, uh, if you know me, and I know you know me, guys, because I'm seeing you in the audience, um, I was one of the first projects to bring one-on-one artists to the Cosmos ecosystem. And I decided last year that this year is going to be my way back to one-on-one and it's gonna, I'm going to remain there. So something in the near future will come. Um, maybe with the help of Yelato, because I really want to do something dynamic. I'm going to say yes, that. And yeah, I will keep you posted. You know, I'm always working. Sorry, I just stepped away. Someone asked me a question. No question. I'm seeing okay. Safi in the audience. Safi, I don't know why you're not here with us. Safi, I'm waiting for Chainlink to come down to five bucks. I'm all in. Well, actually, we can talk about the bodied uh mint yeah you were really angry about that so i wasn't angry i, I wanted those nfts to be like really popular because they're just so funny and I, I i was like wow this is the kind of thing that could take off like like you never know right but those for some reason because of the unicorn um you know the unicorn token which i can't claim my airdrop because i use ledger like you know like an idiot but yeah i i, I the reason why i minted it was number one, I was going to mint it as a free mint anyway. But I got I got interrupted at work. I couldn't mint it. So then I'm like looking at it. I'm like, all right, it's pretty cool. It's funny, cutesy, whatever. But I was looking at the stats. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of people that minted this. And there's a lot of whale wallets, which I thought were whale wallets, you know, that were not going to sell immediately. So I said, okay, maybe the supply is actually less than what it really is. It's already up to like a thousand stars. I'll buy a couple 
and then maybe try to sell one if it goes up 2000 or 3000 but yeah i got suckered in by the bot activity i'll tell you that well i have to say that i try my charm like how is that i don't have this on my wallet but it didn't work to be honest but well i try you know at least i, I mean they, they, you can't really have a free mint you know because th that's going to happen when when there's no gas on the chain so people have perfected the botting i think what they need to do is um maybe it's a free mint only if their wallet does something over the past 30 days like some wallet activity qualifies you for free mints exactly maybe, i saw a yeah. post today with that conversation actually i don't remember from who uh, from stargis as well asking that question like how could be a fair way to you know about this i really don't know obviously you know, because I feel like if you want to be, for example, on the launch pad, you're really limited with the whitelist. I don't know if you know that, but you can only go 20% of the total supply. Yeah, I heard that. I don't know why that is, because then you can't, you can't be a featured project and you also can't direct most of your mint to specific community. Like, let's say you have a big Discord that's active or a big following that's active. And you want to do a thousand NFTs, you can only guarantee that two hundred of them are going to get the mint on the whitelist. I think that's uh, eventually that'll have to change, unless there's some other reason yes. that, that makes sense. But I, I think, know. Uh, I think for the botting, I think the whitelist. If the way you do a whitelist, you can make a free whitelist somehow. Then I think that would. Yeah, absolutely, you that. can. I know they have the option. Like, if you want to increase the whitelist, you have to pay. But I think it's crazy the amount. I don't remember right now. Maybe you, Satoshi Kingdom, you remember? You're talking about. Uh, yeah. So there's two options when you do. So so yeah, no. There there's two options when you do a whitelist on Stargaze. Uh, there's the regular whitelist, which is I think the one you're referring to, which does have a limit. Uh, for featured, there's another option called the flex white light flex whitelist, which is the one we used. This one does not have a limitation, so you can literally over allocate the entire whitelist if you wanted to, as long as you use this option. However, it's very expensive at thirty thousand stars. Yeah, yeah, I remember it was expensive, but I think that will be the way to go because I remember I was seeing this post and I saw Nitego commenting and she was right. Like, for example, on Magic Kingdom, you have the option to have different steps for whitelist, like let's say OG, whitelist and, and whatever. And then always when they reach the public, barely, you know, it's, it's really difficult to mint because the majority of people uh, has been allocated already during the whitelist. So that is a good way to avoid, you know, being bought, bought it or whatever you call it, to be honest. I think, I think recently though, a lot of the, like, there's been a lot of like, it's been difficult with some of the, the mints, for example, like our, our mint, um, we did the flex whitelist and Everyone that wanted a mint got their dragon. However, when it went to public, um, the bot that also that stole all the unicorn NFTs um, also hit our collection. And I think I saw something today. They also this same bot also hit a different collection. So I feel like this is starting to become like a major issue with Stargaze and 
honestly, I don't know if there's like an easy solution to it. Yeah, I really don't know, but I love the option to having different faces of the wild leaves on Magic Kingdom, to be honest. And you can create like more, uh, I don't like to say hi, but well, like more excitement around it. And you can secure your people that they're going to reach and barely nothing at the end if a boat appear or whatever. I think that's a clever idea. However, I don't know. If they want to integrate it, if they have, you know, like the option for you to pay, I, I really don't know. But I'm seeing that we have ambassador here in the audience. Maybe you can share these ideas with the Stargate team. Uh, yeah, so we are like, uh, we've, we've we talked about it in our Discord. So we are talking about this collection and what happened. And um, the team is working on some solutions. Can't say anything really about it, but we're looking into it or the team is looking into it. Kathy, are you local to uh, the Stargaze team in New York? I'm in Los Angeles, um, so no, I'm not in New York. Ah, uh, okay. I was just yeah. curious if I had met you in any of the Stargaze. No, okay. no, uh, but uh, hopefully this year I can go out to some events where I can start. Uh, tell tell Shane he's got to fly out the whole team. He, Jorge, <laughs> went to Na- Jorge went to Nashville from, from Guatemala, so there's no reason why you oh, can't. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm all for it, man, right now, so uh, I'll see what's going on. But no, yeah, I wish I could go. Uh, I think I'm going to meet some people in February here in Los Angeles, there's an event going on in LA. I think it's run by Zen. So I'll probably hit that up if anybody's going to attend um, here in Los Angeles. I think it's the 22nd on a Saturday. So, um, but yeah, if, uh, if I ever have a, an opportunity, I would love to meet you guys, man. You guys have uh, been rocking it for a long time. So definitely. Cool. Steffi, how you doing, man? I was just hanging out in the drive through I need a Coca-Cola right. at this moment. Yep. Happy hour. Um, <laughs> hi to everybody. Uh, everyone's having a nice evening. Um, I was going to say, like, you know, uh, you are mentioning you're on uh, Polygon also. I tried to, like, I'm trying to get uh, uh, Stargaze to pay attention to this idea of uh, incorporating CCIP into, um, into Stargaze. And that allows you to do, like, cross-chain protocol to... Uh, NFTs to Matic and to Arbitrum and Optimism and everything. So you'll be able to move your NFTs anywhere with that has CCIP. That would be pretty cool, to be honest. Kind of, kind of an interesting capability, huh? Absolutely. I'm more now that they have community in both sides. You know, this is the perfect solution. I don't need to split myself anymore. Yeah, I'm not fully sure like what the user experience is. Like, can you technically have an asset on like two, like for sale on two platforms simultaneously or not? And then like it handles all the rest of the shit in the background. I'm not sure how it works, but um, it would I know be how pretty it cool. works within within Cosmos. I know how it works. It, it was explained to me like pretty well in a Twitter space, but cross chain, it would have to depend on the the destination chain i guess how they would represent the nft you know well that's the that's the big difference so this new ccip thing your nfts technically um they're represented like in the chain link oracle network so you're almost like on a layer zero and then 
Um, it's like, okay, that, that I makes think sense. it's like, I think it's like minted in one place and then burned in the other or something like that. Right. Like CCIP in the background it's, figures it's out. It's tough though because an NFT is so much different than a fungible token because it's an actual yeah. item. It's almost like a physical item. Right. So this is, yeah. Interesting. So it has to be like an NFT created with this, like this coding in the background. But once it, once you create a package with that, um, I don't know exactly how the data is managed. Like what happens if like a chain goes to zero, for example, like what happens, where's your NFT? So the nice thing about having it on CCIP is like CCIP just basically keeps track of where your NFT is, but you now can then like just swap between them. No problem. It's like this interesting new layer. Anyway, it's like, it's was super fascinating to me. I didn't realize how many chains, like how many uh, things had already implemented. It's like on Arbitrum, polygon it's on like matic and gmx and i don't know a bunch of other shit so it's like it's kind of like ibc in a sense but um like already more widely adopted in a sense because it's chain link you know so obviously they have the big brand name or whatever um so yeah it's like kind of a, a possible way for um you to be able to move your nfts back and forth i don't know if it's going to be possible to like upgrade an existing nft plat you know like collection to do this stuff or like is it only for new collections or i have no idea but seems pretty cool yeah i'd like to see how they plan to do that i know that shane was talking about using gravity bridge to move nfts and um using nomic to move ordinal inscriptions back and forth between stargaze and bitcoin i don't i maybe I, it's better if someone like me doesn't focus on how they do it <laughs> just worry about doing it and then have fun when when that that feature is actually usable by someone like me because i think um for me to wrap my head around something like that it might take me like months <laughs> at the cost of like grasping something that's actually useful as a customer like uh oh yeah i don't i don't i don't know how it works i'm just like saying it seems like a cool thing to have if it if it's possible like and if it's like uh if the pricing or whatever is reasonable for the protocol right yeah that too i guess yep yep well uh, i don't know maria what, what, you have any last thoughts about the um about that botted mint or you just think that they're, they're no i'm just sad it? that my chart didn't work and i didn't get any into my wallet so really bad really bad about that um actually i have a question now to the jefe Mm, maybe you don't know. I assume it's gonna happen. Stargate is planning something for NFT NYC like last year, because last year was the best event. I haven't heard of it yet on the Discord. I'm I know sure about that it. they are. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. But they, they haven't. Uh, it the Discord, but. Uh, actually, we should have said this earlier. So, Amanda's event is on the the Wednesday of the first week of April. I guess that's the second or the third of April. It's at 9 p.m., her event. The Stargaze event is after that. And it's, it's Nulture Shows is doing it again. Oh, nice. Um, I don't know where it is. I don't even remember where the last one was. I think the, in Brooklyn, the last one, I think whatever. It was in, yeah, it was in Brooklyn, but I don't really remember. I think it was in Williamsburg, but I don't really remember where it was exactly. It might be in the same place. I think that that place was really cool for an NFT event. It was basically a club. Amanda's event is in a different place. It is still in Manhattan, but I think it's in an area of Manhattan that's like a little bit more central for people that maybe are from out of town, depending on where they're staying. It's a little more central, I think. Mm -hmm. it's the land, the Lancy, 
I forget what the place is called. It's called Delancey well, something. We can again share an Uber, then we do a giveaway, <laughs> including the Uber driver again this year. Just so oh, yeah, you know, don't miss the tradition. Oh, uh, no, we'll do it. I'll give away another. Uh, well, we'll see whatever's good. Whatever I meant that week, we'll give it away. But what, what, what she's talking about is that we were in an Uber. And I think Chris is down below. Yeah, Chris is down below. He was in the Uber. Who was it? It was me, Maria, Gaines, uh, B-Bands, Chris. Who else? Somebody else. I think there was like six of us. And we did a we did a random wheel spin for an after the filter. And the Uber driver was in on it. So maybe the, the next Uber driver will win and we'll get to onboard them to Stargaze while we're in the, uh, while we're in the, in the, in the Uber. I think that'll be great. I think that will be amazing. Maybe you can just directly make him win. I'm saying, oh, look, yeah. you just won an NFT, you know, and then we can explain. Maybe he can join us into the party. I mean, I'm starting to imagine. You know, I'll say, yeah, look, yeah. you won a pixelated unicorn. Aren't look so at him trying to, to, to drop his bags. I'm trying to get rid of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Stargaze will be a dollar by that. It'll be it'll be like uh, it'll be like you know, where you're saying we're down to handing out like our NFTs to taxi cab drivers. That's what the level we're at now. We're like, please, please join Stargaze. Like level, we're like level eight now out of ten. Yeah, we've onboarded so many people. We're only, we're down to Uber drivers. We should do that for Halloween uh, for kids. Instead of giving them candy, here's your NFT. Bam! Oh shit, that would be such a good like. Hey, no candy. Scan this QR code. You're gonna enter a raffle for a thousand. But listen, you boomer. <laughs> you your, I want your digital pictures. Like I want candy now. <laughs> give them a lecture about finances, and they're just trying to get candy. Yeah, Save this for ten years, bro. What, Don't sell what? it. When, when I was a kid, one of the neighbors, like a couple blocks away from where I lived, he used to give out fruit on Halloween. He used to give out bananas and apples. And one year, we went a couple of times, and we got a whole bunch of bananas, and then we just threw them out of his house when it got dark. Statute of limitations is passed on that. Hey, man. We would have been real friends if we were growing up together. That's me, bro. <laughs> people, people are thumbs down in the audience. Actually, that's that's an NFT creator who will now probably refuse to come on uh, the space next week because they're like, "Joe, you fat boy! Like you should have you should have eaten the fruits and stuff." Yeah, should have eaten the fruit. You that's what, that's why the thumbs up down all the time. On. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't have back spasms if you ate the, the goddamn potassium when you were a teenager instead of throwing it at this old man's house who's trying to trying not to give you uh, diabetes. But <laughs> I, I still remember when I passed the house. It's called my parents' house. I just still remember, like, that is the house that gave out bananas on Halloween while we're trying to hunt down Twix and Snickers. Well, anyway, Maria, you want to end it? Should you end it? We don't want to talk if about you want, If you yeah, want. If you want. Let's not go too long. But next week we'll have a – I'm going to try to get a Bitcoin Ordinals project on that I've been talking to, two of them that I've been talking to. One of them you actually have, um, the, the Owls. Basically, mm -hmm. the Moonbirds. It's a Moonbirds tribute collection on Bitcoin. I'll get them. Um, I'll try to get them, and then we can just have like a mixed bag. We can have stargaze. We can have whatever. We'll we'll make this more casual, I think. And um, I think what we should do is like 
halfway through the space, any creators that are in the audience should be allowed to do like, like, like I said, like a 60 second show, but we literally cut, kick them off the stage at 61 seconds. So they have to get really beautiful. Well, because the project creators have to get better at explaining their projects in a shorter amount of time. Because there's just so many questions now like that. Everywhere you go, there's NFTs. There's even NFTs on Doge for Christ's sake. So let's <laughs> let's let, let's stop. We'll, we'll make this the training the training ground for NFT creators. You don't need a Discord really. You don't even really need a Twitter. Just come how six, you don't need that Twitter? I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's idealistic, but I'm saying. 60 seconds, tell me about your project. Why should I part with my my beautiful stars tokens or whatever, matter tokens to get your your picture? Why? Give me 60 seconds. And sure, I think picture. Be cool. It'll be like Shark Tank, but like, yeah, I think that I think that's that would be fun. So any, because we usually get at least four or five creators in the audience, they can come up and show. 60 seconds show. I'm going to trademark that. I mean, if they want to come, because I sent few mics and no one replied. Like seriously, really disappointed here. Only Steffi came. Out a whole bunch of mics. I, I sent out so many mics and nobody accepted. I sent it to Power Spaces. I sent it to Signal when he was down there. Snail. Me too. Signal really bad. Signal hates us now. He, well, you know what? Signal, he's a little bit snooty. He doesn't really want to associate himself with us because he has his own liquidity pool now on Osmosis. So. Like he has reputation people. now. I see it. That's I understand. Exactly. He has actually more liquidity in his liquidity pool than Hopers has on their whole deck. <laughs> well, I know we should bring Signal soon because something is yes. coming. Uh, yes, something I, is well, coming. He, he teased an airdrop last time and I immediately bought one of his NFTs. I, I like his NFTs. I told him he should put them on shirts. I know he doesn't want to do that. Because that's like, I guess, like really desperate, right? But he, he, I said, I would buy that if it was on a shirt. <laughs> he asked me about the collection that he had, and I think he was offended. But anyway, yeah, we, we, we'll end it. We'll, we'll have, um, you know, next week we're back in action, and uh, we'll just we'll keep it going every Friday. And every two or three weeks, we'll have some uh, NFT NYC topics. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I still have to do my pitch, so we'll keep it for the next one. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we see you around. Please remember, if you're minting cute NFTs, there is an address you always need to send them. This woman from Cosmos that started... <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I shouldn't be saying this under my account, but you know, okay? It's Maria actually here. It's Maria talking. Okay, that's it. Stop the joke. Um, have an amazing rest of your day, guys, and see you around see you next friday motherfucker screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and plate ring around the rosy while the thunder is served motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets dead ends dragging out the maximum Amount of payments, red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knots. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knots, and then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politics.
lunatic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds, fond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and wonder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.